Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? <laughs> yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of Freaking Story Brand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. It is a joy to have you listening today. Today, we are chatting about a tender topic that I hope and pray gives you a renewed perspective and permission to rest. Now, before I go on, I want you to answer this question. Do you ever feel paralyzing guilt anytime you take a break? Whether it's quitting work early to rest or be with your kids, maybe it's taking a week off for vacation and then literally beating yourself up the whole time to the point that you don't even enjoy the vacation because your to-do list is piling up in the back of your mind, stressing you out. Ooh, if you said yes, that's me to either of those things, then this episode is for you, my friend. Today, Ev and I are going to have an honest and frank girl chat about the guilt that we feel when we take breaks from work, why we feel it, and what we can actually practically do about it. So lots of goodness is coming your way, so don't go anywhere. Cue the music. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, I'm excited for today's conversation. How are you doing? How's your soul? (laughs) My soul is great. Are you asking me or the listener? Either, any, or, all. (laughs) Any, or, any, or, all. My soul is Before we begin, ask yourself, listener, how's your soul today? How is it? Truly, I want to know. That's true. That's true. I feel like that also might give us a gauge in this episode of like, are you getting enough rest? Which by the way, 
if you feel like you're not getting rested no matter how much you sleep or no matter whatever, there are seven different kinds of rest that you might actually need to be taking. We did that episode like two years ago and every single day of your life, you keep referencing back to it. I love it so much. It's a really dang good like it's really good episode, but also just concept for us because I think it's so true. Like you could get eight hours of sleep and still be feeling exhausted because you're having, you know, input or whatever coming into your head every single minute of every single day and you're overstimulated yeah. and like all of that stuff. So Lindsay, it's episode 77. I was going to say, you're pulling yep, up the episode, episode 77 with uh, the incredible Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. Go listen to that. That's actually probably a really good precursor for this episode because it talks about if you're weary, it's not just like, oh, you need more sleep. It's like there's yeah. seven different areas of rest, like just like Evie was saying, that you might be uh, lacking in. So that's a good yes. episode to listen to. So as we start this episode, that was a great question. Like that wasn't scripted. That wasn't thought of at all. Lindsay no, just, just in the moment was like speaking through me. <laughs> she's like, how are you? And I think that's a really good question to ask ourselves as we step into this because it's important to rest. And I think a lot of us feel guilty around like the concept of rest and struggling to actually take time off, struggling to make space for nothing, like making Mm -hmm. space for nothing on our calendars, nothing on our agendas, nothing, you know, happening. It's just that free space, that white space. Um, So I think we're going to cover that today. And I feel like we have a foundational like mindset thing to cover first, which came up when Lindsay and I were even discussing doing this episode. So yeah, I want to take it from there. Yeah, I'll I'll say that. First of all, like go back to the questions that um, we asked in the intro, which is like, are you constantly feeling guilty for taking a break or taking a day off? Or maybe you're like in your head and you're like, hey, I'm not getting much done today. I need to like just go lay in my bed and rest. But then you feel this immense guilt, like I'm not being productive if I do that. Like, therefore I'm worthless or my value, like I'm not contributing to my family or I'm not being a productive human being. Like whatever lie is going on in your brain, like raise your hand or if you're driving, just mentally note it. (laughs) if that's you, because that's what really we're talking about. And so kind of the concept that we wanted to talk about is you need to shift the mindset that says like rest is not productive because rest Mm -hmm. is productive. Rest is not lazy. Rest is not bad. Rest is not unproductive. So that's where we have to like, I think first approach the conversation. Yeah. I think the reality is you know, for a lot of us, we feel like rest is the reward or rest is once you've made it or rest, you know, whatever. There's like this whole belief around like, it's like you hustle and then you can like do nothing. But the reality is rest is actually oftentimes the most productive thing you could possibly do. Like if you think about like driving a car or taking care of a car, if your car runs on gas and your gas tank is on empty and you're like, you know what? I'm going to push through because I'm a hustler. So like, I'm going to make this work. And you just keep pressing that gas button. It's one of those situations where you're like, what the heck are you doing? You're destroying your vehicle. Like what's actually like getting you down the road, you are going to ruin the entire like (laughs) vehicle that's getting you down the road. Well, with that analogy, you need to stop and put gas in your car. You don't yeah. put gas in your car while you're still driving down the interstate at 70 miles per hour. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Lindsay goes, ooh. <laughs> Snaps for herself. <laughs> Snaps for myself. But really though, like we have to stop and rest. And I think that the conversation starts about starts around shifting the per- 
perspective that rest is bad and that rest is not productive because it's yeah. so productive. Like yeah. you just said, like, I, I think that something that we should say is like, you are accomplishing rejuvenation of your body and soul and mind when you're resting. Like yeah. you are accomplishing nourishing your body. Like if you're stuck in this accomplishment mindset of like, oh, if I rest, if I take a break, I'm not quote unquote accomplishing anything. That's where I think like you are. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You're not accomplishing doing the dishes because you're laying down. Resting doesn't even have to be laying down. That's just, you know, where my mind went. Go listen to episode 77 on the different kinds of rest. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> word, word though. Yes, that's true. Um, but you have to remember that it's like resting is productive. It's just not productive in the way that you've been trained to think of productivity. Yeah. yeah I think our society and our, our own brains have kind of twisted this version of a, success, and B, productivity into something that means like we're constantly doing something at our computers. We're constantly, you know, moving, going, going, going Mm -hmm. in whatever way that looks like. But actually, sometimes the most productive thing you can do is stop and put gas in your car, which requires rest of some kind or another. And Requires pulling off the interstate, slowing down, driving (laughs) into that gas station. Okay. (laughs) I'm going You're too going far very with that analogy. <laughs> well, also, I think- also, also, can I just say, like, I'm sorry, God created the heaven and earth and the entire world and human beings in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, let's back up here. Who are we to think that we can do what God did not do? Like there are seven days in a week. That is not a coincidence. Like who are we to think that we are above God, that we can do more than he can? Or that he intended. Like, what? I'm as sorry. If, like, as if God would, did not intentionally show us as well the necessity of rest. Right. Um, I think that's so good. I think the thing too, if you are struggling with that like accomplishment and productivity mindset, it's important to realize like not only are you quote unquote accomplishing something by nourishing your body, but the reality is when you when you try to push through and constantly do more, 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 faster, 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 whatever, more does not always equal better and mm-hmm. and more often can equal worse. So in those situations, like I had somebody DM me the other day when I, I posted something about taking a day off um, because I wasn't feeling super great on, you know, my lady days, whatever. And somebody DM'd Your me and was days. like, <laughs> my lady days, somebody DM'd me and was like, I love that you're doing this. I just really struggle like actually stopping work on a work day because I don't feel really good or, you know, whatever. And I feel... In, like hor- racked with guilt when I'm not working. And I responded and I was like, you know, I have come to learn because I've been in those shoes and in that situation where I'm like, no, no, I have to do more. I have to push through. You know, I, my brain is feeling super foggy right now and I can't think straight and I'm not, I'm just like twiddling around on my laptop, but you know, I'm going to push through. The reality is I learned the hard way that pushing through often means I do less work in more time doing less like quality of what I'm doing. Yeah. Whereas so when you're I just actually working stop, longer, burning yourself out more and getting less done product like productively. Exactly. So that's the thing I think too is like not only are you accomplishing like nourishing your body, but when you nourish your body, you're going to end up getting more done better while feeling more rejuvenated, more alive, like more rested, more focused. Yeah. Like it's rest is truly productive. And I don't know how else to explain that except that like it's going, to, it is the gas in your car that is actually going to help you go far. And if you're running mm-hmm. out of gas, like you're going to blow up the engine. 
Oh, so good. I also just want to speak to that, like, that DM that you got. Like, because I'm sure the listener, not maybe not every single listener, but I'm sure a lot of listeners out there, like, feel that. Like, feel, I mean, that's literally what the episode we're talking about is like guilt overtaking a break. So if that's you listening right now, like, stop feeling guilty over taking a break take a day mm-hmm. off. Don't put pressure on yourself that you sh- that should just frankly not be there. And when you're doing that, I want you to ask yourself, is that guilt from taking a break, or whether it's a day or a few hours or whatever, is that s- coming from somebody else? Like psychologically, is somebody else putting that pressure on you that like says, hey, you have to work, you can't stop, you can't take a break? Or are you putting that pressure on yourself? Is that self-induced? Like, And if it is yourself, why? Like what, yeah. what is it about that that makes you say, I'm not allowed to take a break or I'm worthless if I take a break. Because I think that almost kind of goes into the conversation of like hustle culture or even just like chasing achievements, chasing like success. Um, I mean, obviously that's like a jump a little bit, but I think I think it is to be like, if we're diving, diving down the rabbit hole of like, why are we so obsessed with not taking a break or, or being guilty? It's because we want to feel productive. It's because we want to gain success of some sort. Well, why? Because we want our lives to mean something. We want to achieve lots in the world. Okay, well, why? Like, you know, we want to feel important at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think sometimes too, it's an image thing where we want to be seen as the best hustler. We want to be seen as the person who's doing the most, accomplishing the most, reaching the most, like getting the, the, you know, the most success, the most accolades, the most rewards, the, whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's an image thing. Well, and I think the world rewards people that seem like they're hustling, whether or not yeah. they are. Like, yeah. like the world rewards like, oh, highest achieving entrepreneurs get like featured in Forbes and entrepreneur mm-hmm. like magazine, right? Like, well, so you see all these things that's like, oh, you have thoughts. <laughs> oh, I just have thoughts because this just popped into my head. I read a while ago that, oh gosh, who was it? I think it was Bill Gates when he was building Microsoft. I think uh, he used to verbally discuss how he would only get three to four hours of sleep every night and how like, he's like, that's the way to success. You know, I only like sleep a certain amount or whatever. It was like a minimal uh-huh. amount. And then it was years later that he was like, I actually believe that it took me much longer to build my company. And I destroyed my own like life and and well-being yeah. by doing that. It was years later that he looked back and he was like, wow, that was the worst thing I could have done. But for yeah. years other entrepreneurs, other people were seeing this wildly successful man who was saying, you know, like, I only sleep three hours a night. And I think that's where a lot of it came and from. following his mold. Yeah, I think that's so where like a lot of it, like, says. obviously not just like one person, but I think there there was a, like a push of this like, hustle, like work harder, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, put in more hours, sleep less, like whatever mentality that I think we're now seeing a lot of backtracking from. And a lot of those entrepreneurs, a lot of those businessmen, a lot of those whatever, businessmen, women, people starting to look back and be like, actually, that was very unhealthy. So I think we're starting to have new narratives written around it. But for years, we've, we've heard this like, if you work harder, if you burn the candles at both ends, mm-hmm. if you stay up late and wake up early, like that means like you're doing the right, like you're you're gonna get far. And that's what is ingrained into our heads. And so we're having to yeah. almost like unlearn that narrative and that like whatever, that path and and realize differently. I think America is worst, like the worst at this. Yeah. Because like like America, not that other countries aren't like super hustle. Like is, isn't Japan like very much like that too? Um 
like very work focused. I don't know. Just I, I just know America, like if you're comparing America to like Europe, we're like very much like work all the time, no breaks, no yeah. weekends. And like, I think that hustle culture gets into the, it, maybe it like links, maybe, wow, we're diving deep into like the American dream or like the thought of like, oh, I can achieve anything in my life. And that, which is a good thing, but then it can have like a negative side where it, it goes too far. Yeah. And I also think this is kind of a different topic, but it almost relates a little bit to why I think stay-at-home motherhood is viewed negatively, which it absolutely shouldn't be. But it's because like everyone and their mother, that's ironic, everyone in the <laughs> world is like striving for success, striving for career achievement, striving for this hustle that we, anything that's not that we view as negative. So whether it's rest, whether it's like stay-at-home motherhood, like it's like literally, which ironically stay-at-home mom is not restful. <laughs> Hey, have you been eyeing the Heart Conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent to cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends, and get hyped together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. And we'll see you in Nashville. We interrupt today's episode to bring you one of our new favorite finds. Like, guys, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. I have been in the market lately for a killer backpack, one that's, you know, cute, that's lightweight, and, you know, doesn't make me look like I'm going to hike freaking Mount Kilimanjaro tomorrow or, you know, head to my first day of middle school. You feel me. You feel me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are two different vibes that you just do not want in mm -mm, an mm -mm. everyday adult <laughs> backpack. So we have found our solution knack bags. Now, when we tell you that these bags are not only aesthetic as heck, but they're also sleek, lightweight, structured, padded, professional, stylish, like, oh gosh, guys, we mean it. They are just the bee's knees. <laughs> Literally. I mean, we personally use these bags for short trips, such as, you know, carry-ons or stashing all our work essentials to head to a coffee shop for a work day. We're talking a laptop bag with a fully padded interior with tons of pockets, nooks and crannies for storing everything you need. Yes. Yeah, so if you are needing to spice up your travel or your work bag, seriously, we can't recommend Knack enough. So go check out their spicy cool bags through the link in the show notes and use the code HEARTNACK. That's heart. K-N-A-C-K for a free gift with purchase and hint this month, it is a dope TSA lock. One final time, that's code HEARTNACK through the link in our show notes. I like, have, oh, you have thoughts. I, you have have a, thoughts. I have a thought that I don't know if I want to go there on the podcast right now. Well, that means we absolutely <laughs> want you to go there. I don't know what you're going to say. Okay. I have revealed so much on this freaking show. Well, <laughs> I feel like our listeners just like, we know the true VIPs because they like know the dirt. They stick with Lindsay and her her thoughts. All right. Well, I might offend people by saying this, but please, I think, I'm welcome. Welcome, I offend think, me. <laughs> well, not you. I think you're on the same page as me. I know that. Oh, but okay, great. 
I think a lot with when it comes to the stay-at-home motherhood thing, a lot of that negative view of that came from the feminist movement where oh, preach we, it. We yes, began, I'll go off. <laughs> where we began to say, you know, I'm all for like empowering women. That's my whole career. That's my whole yeah. life. However, I think this whole narrative of if like women need more from life, which thereby, because that was our, the, the like byline of the feminist movement, it began to say stay at home motherhood is not enough. Like we want more. Therefore what you have is not good enough. And you're, you know, it's it's because it started out as like, that's all women could have. And they were forced into that. And and it's like, no choice. I understand wanting that choice. Like, duh. Yes, yes like, absolutely. So I think but it's, it almost it's, swung to the other side so hard. Yes, because it's now like if somebody, you know, there's there's even if you're in a conversation with somebody, they're like, oh, what do you do? Like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Where did that just come from? Like, yeah. where the heck are we saying like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Oh, I just, I'm just a mother. As, like, if, as if you don't have a job that's fulfilling. Like, as, as if, yes. And as, as, as if, if that's, that's the default. And as if like, being a stay-at-home mother is not one of the most important jobs in the whole freaking world. Raising the next generation of world changers for you, and okay. leaders and like, what the heck did the just come from? Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Anyways, I think that's something to, to be said too for a lot of women, especially like we are hungry in my mind. I think a lot of our generation is very hungry to go back to the option. The little house on the prairie vibes. Yes. My whole whole life dream. (laughs) But seriously, I think there's like, there is this, this push from so much of life. But I think the feminist movement was in that partially of like more and more and more. the 50s housewife. Yes. Like get out of the home, get out of, you know, do more with your life. You're meant for more. You can do anything that you want to do. And like, sure, you can do anything you want to do. You are made for amazing things. But for some people, including my hand is raised because this is my life dream is to raise the next generation of world changers. And that's one of the biggest callings in my life that I will gratefully live out till my dying days. And I don't think that's lesser than building a multi-million dollar company. I don't think that's lesser than anything that I've ever done in my life so far or will continue yeah. to do. Well, I so, also want to, I want to like speak to the person that maybe is listening to this, that they're like, well, Evie, you're already building multi-million dollar companies. So yeah, yeah. obviously you can do that because you're doing both. But to that person, I want to say you, it doesn't have to be a both situation. Yeah. It doesn't like, it can be I want to be a mom and that's it. And that's yeah. enough. Like that's, we got, feel like wildly off topic, but well, not really. Like, kind of. <laughs> well, but I think there is something to be said for the entrepreneur, the person listening to this, who, whether you are a, a man, a woman, a, a dad, a mother, want to be someday, whatever, this perspective of viewing rest as like a guilty thing, as negative, as I can't possibly, you know, indulge in that, that, comes from believing that rest is bad. And I think even for like the stay-at-home moms or the people who are viewing that, like we can't base our worth off of these worldly like medals or accomplishments mm-hmm. or achievements. It's it's based on your own definition of success. And for every person that looks different, for some people, they want the space to, you know, raise kids while they have this hobby business on the side. And that's the most successful thing they could possibly do with their life is be able to kind of juggle both and balance both. And their business only ever gets to $10,000 a year, but that's all they wanted was $10,000 extra a year to be able to travel where they want. And that's 
perfect. Like that's their dream. And that's amazing. And in between, you know, it's like, what's wrong with a $10,000 a month like side gig. What's wrong with that? But in yeah. our world standards, we're like, no, no, more, more. Don't take breaks. Like you've reached 10K, go for a hundred K. Like go for more. And I think that's where the rest then becomes a guilty like pleasure or an indulging or a bad thing is because we're constantly told that we should want more. But why? Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, and I think like relating this back to work as a, like, whether or not it's stay-at-home motherhood, because that's also work, it's just a different form of work, um, or, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a nurse, or whatever, you weren't made to work 100% of the time. Like, work and rest should coincide together, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think we've had a, pad, a past episode on, like, how work is a holy calling, or, like, yeah. like the importance of work, because we're not made to just like go on vacation 24 seven and escape the grind and like be like lazy bums our whole life. Like God intended us for work and for good works, but it's a balance. It comes with a balance of work hard, rest hard. Um, and I, I think like your whole life should not be one or the other. It should just go hand in hand because we were made for him both. So I think we should embrace both. So good. I, yes, I think there's work is not better than rest. And rest is not better than work. Like we were designed mm-hmm. for both and, and embracing that I think is is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, we had a little exercise, Lindsay and I, when we were discussing this episode, talking through it, we had something that like for the listener who's hearing this right now and you're just feeling like, okay, rest, yes, important. Yes, it's productive. I get that. Okay, good. I'm still struggling with that guilt. Like I take that day off, I take that vacation, whatever it is, and I just am like racked with guilt. I I don't know how to relax. I don't know how to enjoy because I feel like I should be doing something else. I should be knocking out my to-do list, you know, whatever. There's this little exercise that Lindsay and I thought might help kind of create the goal because when you mm-hmm. have a clear picture of what you're working towards, you understand what's going to help you get there. So there's including a couple- rest. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and there's a couple things that we wanted to ask you. And and we'd love it if you grabbed like pen and paper, whatever, pause this episode if you're driving or in a place where you can't come back to this episode and do it later. But sit down and ask yourself, what is the most important thing to me in my life? Like what actually matters to me at the end of the day? Like what's, yeah. what's most important? And if that's a list... Like you can do like, it doesn't have to be like just one thing. Like you can do like a couple bullet points. Absolutely. Um, The second one is what do you want your legacy to be? So at the end of your life, when you're looking back at 80, 100, I don't know how old you're going to live to, but however (laughs) long years, when you look back at your life, what is the essence of the life that you lived? Like what is your legacy? What were you known for? So Mm -hmm. ask yourself that question. Yeah. And then very similarly to that question is like, what do you want to be remembered for? Like, do you want to have just complete peace and joy and freedom in your life? Like, do you want to be remembered as a patient parent who was fully present with your kids and and taking time to play with them and, you know, all of that? Or, or do you want to build a business where you pour into others as well as help provide for your family? Like take mm-hmm. a minute to actually write down what is genuinely important to you, not yeah. what society is saying should matter to you, not what you feel you, you should care about. It might look like a list of, you know, I want to be a really present mom or mm-hmm. I want to be 
have the freedom to take days off when a friend needs help, or I want to have the ability to have regular time with my spouse in the evenings, or I want to have the time to be able to make friendships and find my spouse out there in the world, or, you know, like whatever that looks like. It, it most likely is going to involve freedom, joy, like life. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there that as you look at those things, you realize, oh, that relates to rest. That relates mm-hmm. to carving out space in my calendar. That that circles back to, I need to slow down and be more intentional in this area instead of trying to do more, 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 more and fit it all in. Like, yeah. And that's the point of this exercise is to help you gain clarity on what you want to be doing that matters to you in your life and what steps are going to help you get there. And we guarantee guarantee rest is going to be in some of those steps that help you reach those goals. Mm, so good. Well, also like look at your life and see if there's any triggers or or not triggers, maybe like events or circumstances that you can think of that trigger you of like, oh, I, I'm not on track in that way. So here, I'll give you an example. Because as Evie was talking, I thought of an example. Um, recently, like Eloise, my two-year-old, she'll come up to me and she'll be saying something and I'll be like scrolling on my phone and and maybe I'm working, maybe I'm just purely scrolling Instagram, I don't know. Um, but she started saying, phone down, phone down, like in her like little two-year-old voice. And the first time I heard it, it like pierced my heart because I was like, oh my gosh. She's literally telling me to like put your freaking phone down, mom, and like pay attention to me. And so like, I just thought of that for some reason while you were talking of like, is there any triggers in your life that you're like, oh, like, like red flags. That, yeah, rep, that's a great way to, to say it. It's like red flag or like help you get in alignment to like what your legacy is. Like I don't yeah. want my legacy when I'm 80 to be like, my, all my kids were like, oh yeah, that's my mom. She was a hustler. She never put her phone down. Never <laughs> yeah. paid attention to us. Never loved us. Like, no, like, you know, I don't know where that accent yeah. came from. But like, <laughs> like, I don't want that to be my legacy. So if you have moments like that that you see, and maybe it's not as obvious as like, phone down, yeah. mom. Um, start paying attention to those yeah. and start making action steps to change that behavior if they are yep. negative. Yep. Well, I just got another perfect example as someone without kids right now. Uh, very similar like red flag or trigger in my own life was that a lot of this past year was so packed and it was just such a crazy year and and stuff just happened that like we hadn't planned for. So our schedules got even more full than we had anticipated and just a lot of stuff. I would notice friends would be wanting to hang out or go surf or I was just exhausted and wanted, Landon had a day off and I wanted to like hang out with him and lay on the couch and watch a movie and do nothing or whatever. And I couldn't because my calendar was so full, packed with meetings every day, packed with stews every day. And it was constantly red flag after red flag after red flag through that season where I was like, I want to get back to the place where I no longer have meetings every day and I have that ability to, on a random Tuesday, be like, you know what? I actually just, it's such a nice day. I'm going to the beach. Like I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, set aside my work. I'll catch up and on not Wednesday. About it. Exactly. And, or even just have that flexibility, like building out that space in my calendar. So that's what I've done this year is I've communicated very clearly to all of my teams. Hey, I only take meetings on Thursdays. And if my Thursday is full of meetings, then we need to find another Thursday for that next meeting or like appointment or whatever to go because I do not take meetings. So I've been very strict of like Thursdays, I know I will be home and in front of my computer all day and that's great, but I'm not doing it any other day of the week. So it's one of those situations where like, 
I had a red flag of my own self where like, I was not happy with what my life was looking like and my work like balance was looking like. And I was like, I need to take actions to change that. So yeah, that's good. Rest is good, my friend. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we got for you. I hope you enjoyed. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the conversation. (laughs) Hopefully this just spoke a little life into you and and reminded you of the importance and the value of rest, that it is productive. It is worthwhile. It is actually one of the most successful things that you can partake in in your life. And oftentimes it makes space for you to have the most impact in your own life and in the people around you. You have to stop and fill up your own car and your own gas tank before you can continue to cruise along. So, mm, so good. All right, well, go off and do that exercise that that we gave you because I think that's really going to help you guys, even just if it's just in your head. But I think it would also be really encouraging to write it down like on pen and paper. Um, like sit down and actually like ask God, like, what do I want my legacy to be? And so write those down. And if you really enjoyed this episode, tag us, share it on social. We love interacting with you guys. Tell us in the Facebook group if you uh, enjoyed this episode. We always love that. Also in the Facebook group, I think it'd be really cool if you want to, obviously your life is your life and and your notes from this exercise are your notes. So there's no pressure to, but I think it could be really cool to have a post going of people sharing what like resonated with them, what the things that they wrote down were, what they realized from this episode, like what action steps you might be taking now to work towards those goals, towards that legacy, towards what you want to be remembered for, all of that. I think it'd be a really cool conversation to have in the Facebook group. So come on over there if you're not already in that party house. (laughs) Yes, and we will see you on the next episode. 